0: the adventures of a librarian turned sniper liberty Schoenhauer, who finds that aliens started the zombie apocalypse these things happen she is aided by the great uncle danny tough as nails and together they try and save as many people in the book liberty's run book one is out now at amazon and mythmark and book two is coming soon in august Now, Enjoy this free Jzo Modcast show. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this new season of my life as an American nerd. My name is Kevin. I'm your host. Uh, I will be, um, you know, covering this season, see how it goes. Um, yeah, um, this is the podcast where we kind of dive into a lot of the uh, the world of uh, movies, TV, comic books, action figures, you name it, uh, anything you know, that falls, I guess, under the nerdy banner uh, We cover here And thank you guys for joining me This is my very first episode So, um, it's going to be fun It's going to be interesting And uh, come along with me We're going to be talking about some really, really cool things uh, A little bit about myself Again, my name is Kevin um, You know, lifelong fan of so much cool, nerdy things Um You know it's it's an honor to be able to uh, host this podcast, and I'm excited, and I'm I'm very very happy to be doing it. Um, So yeah, Uh, so let's just kind of dive right into it, man. There's a lot of stuff to get to. A lot of it's been a crazy it's been a crazy last few weeks um, in the realm of uh, of uh, pop culture things like that. Star Wars Celebration just took place in Anaheim. Uh, there was a lot of cool things there. I don't know if any of you guys got the chance to check it out online, but uh, there's some really, really cool uh, moments, some really cool interviews with a lot of the, uh, you know, you had everyone from Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen from talking about Obi-Wan to uh, Dave Filoni, John Favreau talking about just Star Wars in general, but obviously, you know, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett stuff, all that stuff. Uh, Boba Fett himself, Tamara Morrison was there as well. As some really, really cool surprises. So I'm sure you could find it all on YouTube still. Um, They had some really, really, it was all online. It was all absolutely free online. Uh, The fans who got to go to it um, looked like they were having a blast. So um, next year, I believe it takes place in London. So um, grab your tickets. Go to London, go check out some cool Star Wars stuff. I'm sure you guys won't regret it. It looks like a lot of fun. And one of these years, I want to make it to the Star Wars celebration. It should be cool. <clears throat> um, I don't know if you guys have been uh, keeping up with uh, Obi-Wan on Disney+. Plus. It's at episode three, I believe now. Oh, yeah, episode three. Uh, episode three was really, really good. I'm really digging it. Um, so yeah check that out on uh, Disney plus if you guys aren't watching it um but well let's go ahead and dig into some really really fun movie news so one thing that I personally love I'm a huge huge fan of horror horror is one of my favorite genres and specifically like the horror comedy type stuff uh there's a uh on the way what we're getting is a uh arachnophobia remake, which I don't know if you guys remember the movie Arachnophobia from uh early 90s it had uh star Jeff Daniels, John Goodman. That's kind of a really good tongue-in-cheek kind of horror comedy about a small town that was taken over by these crazy South. I believe there are South American uh, spiders. And I don't know about you guys, but that movie, it put me in a different place. I was terrified of spiders after that movie. Um, now I know kind of how beneficial uh, spiders are. So they're not that bad, but that movie instilled fear. I believe in a lot of us who saw it. It was also an Amblin film with uh, Steven Spielberg. Uh, credited as a producer Um, and yeah so that kind of added that kind of really fun aspect to it even though it was horrifying it was still a lot of fun we're getting a remake the remake comes from Christopher Landon who also directed the uh, Happy Death Day film so Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to you Uh, he also did the movie Freaky which was kind of a take on the freaky friday um idea where uh, a young teenage girl she actually switches bodies with a uh, a serial killer uh which I, it was a lot of fun it was a horror comedy and it kind of fits with this vibe of of something arachnophobia should be right that really f- kind of fun but also terrifying angle to it um this one going to be directed by Christopher Landon and produced by James Wan, which is really, really cool. That gets me really excited. I'm a huge James Wan fan. This movie was super divisive, but Malignant was released early, or I believe it was, was it last year? I think it was last year, um, but I loved it. Again, it had that weird horror comedy vibe to it. Just a lot of fun, super weird. Uh, so James Wan is producing along with uh, Amblin, Amblin is still going to be involved in this remake. They are teaming up with uh, James Wan's production company, Atomic Monster, and they're going to be spearheading this, uh, this movie together. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it should be really, really cool. Look, as much as I'm on board with a lot of the, you know, sometimes these remakes don't need to happen. These reboots don't need to happen. We don't need it. We don't necessarily um you know want it but you know a lot of the times it's those things that we don't that no one asked for really that um become that turn out to be the best things uh, we're going to talk about one of those in a minute um but yeah so they haven't really had a release date or anything for the arachnophobia remake but uh we'll keep you updated as news comes out on that one um, so let's talk about one of the biggest, uh, the biggest movie of the year so far, which has been dominating the box office and it's been just insane and it's a really, really good movie. I don't know if anyone has had the, op. if everyone, I mean, you guys should have already seen it, but if anyone hasn't seen it yet, you need to go watch Top Gun Maverick. That is the i had mentioned earlier there's these sequels and 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 reboots and stuff of things were like hey who's who asked for that like i don't know like i know there's tons of top top gun fans but i don't know anyone who was really clamoring for a sequel but we got one and it was fantastic it's it was amazing it's one of those movies you go to watch and you you, you're in awe of it the whole time, and you you realize that's what movie theaters are made for, these kind of movies. Anyways, it's certainly becoming Tom Cruise's biggest movie of his career, which boggles my mind. I, it opened up to over $100 million uh, last weekend when it opened, which is really good, especially or post-pandemic. The thing that amazes me is that it's his first $100 million plus opening weekend, which just boggles my mind. You have all the Mission Impossible movies. You have all of these other movies that he's done, all of these big, massive blockbusters. And this is his first one to cross the $100 million mark opening weekend biggest opening of his career i'm still like kind of in shock by that he's been such an influence and such a presence my whole life that i thought that he would have certainly passed that already but no this movie has brought people out to the theaters people who normally wouldn't go watch movies um pre pandemic or post pandemic i mean people who haven't watched movies in 10 years are going to watch top gun maverick which is great um the movie was delayed a couple times. They absolutely refused to put it on streaming. And that was a really, really good choice, not only for for them to make some money, but uh, for us as the audience to be able to experience it on the big screen, because this is the big screen experience. This is, this past weekend was the second weekend it was at the, it was was out. Uh, Most movies percentage wise. Now we're talking a little bit, you know, behind baseball, inside baseball, but um, most movies drop on their second weekend, especially if you're over a hundred million dollar opening, you're looking at a 45 to 50% drop in your audience for the next weekend. This movie only dropped 30%, which is incredibly cool and uh, just shows that that there are people who, there's still people who haven't seen it yet. So they're going out to see it, but it's also repeat box office. I plan on seeing it again. I know a lot of people who plan on seeing it again. Um, it's just been a massive behemoth. This movie feels like the real kickoff of the summer or of the summer movie season. I feel like it was supposed to be Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness wasn't a bad movie, but I think it was very divisive, and I don't think it's, in Marvel standards, it opened up at over $100 which is good, which is amazing, but it's Marvel, right? So it's part of the machine. Which is great, don't get me wrong. I know you guys are hearing me for the first time. I love Marvel. I'm a huge Marvel fan. The MCU is one of my favorite things. Um, So I'm not bagging on them, but when you have movies in the MCU that continue to come out at over 100 million dollar weekends that's just expected so um for something like top gun maverick to do that which yes it's part of a franchise and it's a sequel but it's a sequel that came out 30 or it's a sequel to a movie that came out 30 years ago and it feels different it doesn't feel like a top gun sequel it feels like the new tom cruise movie which is what people are going to go see you love the characters you know the characters so it's easier for you to accept these characters and to go into it but it's um it just feels it feels it feels like its whole uh, its own thing which is great it reminds me of blockbusters like you know jurassic park and independence day kind of their own you know corner of the market and i think um I think Maverick's going to have huge legs going into the summer too. I don't think this is going to be the last weekend it's going to dominate. It might, it's going to have some competition next weekend when, uh, the new Jurassic park or Jurassic world, Jurassic world dominion is going to be releasing this weekend. So I know everyone's going to go see that. Of course it's going to take some business away from the Maverick crowd, but, but it's, uh, Maverick's still going to have some strong legs going forward, I think, especially for the people who watch Jurassic park and then maybe want to go watch another movie after, cause they're really excited to be in the theaters again, who knows? So that's some good news. And it also took home. It, it beat Memorial day weekend. The last uh, parts of the Caribbean at worlds. End, I believe was the last movie to just dominate the Memorial day holiday weekend. Uh, This movie beat that record and it's, uh, yeah, and it's still going strong. So we'll see how it goes when Jurassic Park opens, Jurassic World, excuse me, I'm sorry, Jurassic World opens uh, this weekend. So I'm excited to see what kind of competition it's going to have. Uh, Just a couple more pieces of movie news I wanted to talk about. Um, This one just cracks me up because I'm still trying to figure out why I get it. I understand. The memes are great. Everyone loves it. Everyone's having fun, making fun of it and talking about how bad it is. But Morbius was re-released in theaters this past weekend. Sony figured the memes are going to bring people back to the to the movies. Yeah, that didn't happen. Um, this re-release might be the biggest flop in movie history. I don't know how they're going to calculate it all. It made $85,000 its whole weekend, which (laughs) no, no judgment at all, but I'm trying to figure out who went to go see it at theaters. Um, You could stream it. You can rent it. Um, And yeah, I guess if you want to experience Morbius in theaters, it's out there again. Um. Yeah, make sure to uh, check it out if you're itching for some Jared Leto action. Uh, Last piece of movie news I want to talk about is uh, this past week, they announced that uh, Furiosa, the Mad Max Fury Road prequel, has started filming. Um, It's going to be directed by George Miller and uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is taking over the role of Furiosa in the film. Uh, So we'll see you know I was going to focus obviously on a younger version of her but I'm excited you get George Miller back in the Mad Max universe I think it's going to be pretty cool a lot of people are excited about it a lot of people are stoked Uh, Mad Max Fury Road was was definitely something else and it kind of brought Mad Max back into the conversation and now it's back Uh, no word on on really you know. I mean, I don't, we're obviously not going to see Max. It's going to be its own completely different thing. And so, yeah, that should be fun. Uh, The movie is slated to release, I believe, late 2023. So keep an eye out for that. All right, let's move over to some, um, oh, well, this is kind of a good kind of segue. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Speaking of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, has a Disney Plus premiere date. Um, It's going to be premiering on... Let's see here. Sorry. It's going to be premiering on Disney Plus on June 22nd. So if you haven't had the chance to watch the Sam Raimi-directed Doctor Strange movie uh, in the Multiverse of Madness, check it out. Here's your chance, June 22nd. Um, It was fine. I wish I could dive more into it. Um but uh, yeah, so definitely go check that out if you'd if you have the inkling to do so. I don't know how many of you guys have the streaming service peacock. <clears throat> there is some really really good there's some pretty cool stuff on there. One of the most interesting things coming to Peacock is the t v adaptation of the Twisted Metal video game series. Um, it's going to be. Listen, I like Twisted Metal. I, you know, played it. Um, there's some pretty cool ideas in it, and I think the TV show is going to enhance on that. The story told in the video games. Um, it's gonna be—it's weird though because it's gonna be a half-hour comedy show inspired by the iconic video game franchise, um, and it's got the very, very interesting cast. First off, it's got Anthony Mackie is going to be in it. Uh, of course, Falcon and Winter Soldier—he is the new Captain America. Uh, he's playing a character named John Doe. He's a delivery man who teams up, you know, with a. You know, with quiet for a dangerous road trip that will hopefully end with them finding a true sense of belonging. And of course, things happen along the way. Uh, he also serves as executive producer eh, along with uh, Mark Foreman, uh, and he acquired the rights to the Twisted Metal series, along with Mr. Will Arnett. Uh, will Arnett, which is the reason why I bring this up mostly he has been cast as the voice of sweet tooth, which I think could be pretty cool if he, you know, I'm not sure how he's going to do his voice exactly, but I feel like his sarcastic kind of um, almost dry humor sometimes can work with the character and be terrifying and horrifying and um i'm all in on that to embody the physical aspect of sweet tooth we have a professional aew wrestler john cian cianoa is going to be embodying the physical aspect of sweet tooth i think it's a good choice i've seen pictures of them honestly i'm not much into wrestling so i apologize i apologize but uh seen pictures and i think it's going to work it's going to be awesome it's going to be cool um and that's going to be streaming on peacock so if you don't have it here's your uh here's your reason to get it there's no a premiere date for it yet or anything yet but i'm assuming it's going to be sometime next year uh maybe tw- late 2020 2023 late or early 2024 A few more things on the TV side. The CW has released the trailer for its Gotham Knights series. The CW has done this thing where they basically, they have canceled a good portion of their programming, especially their superhero programming. The real only remaining shows on that aspect of it are Stargirl and um, the um, Superman show that they have i want to call it lois and clark but that was from the 90s um but uh but yeah so this one they're bringing on it's not connected to the arrowverse at all this one focuses on the death of bruce wayne uh it takes place after the world knows who bruce wayne is who he was and it basically is a usual suspects of characters on who murdered Batman, who murdered Bruce Wayne. His adopted son gets pulled into it, and they believe he's a suspect. The charge is led by Harvey Dent, a pre-two-face Harvey Dent, uh, played by Supernaturals Misha Collins. It looks interesting. It looks like a cool it looks like a it looks like a unique take on the Batman mythos i like the idea that batman's already you know batman's dead at this point and they're trying to figure out who killed him i think is pretty cool other characters pop up like joker's daughter a previous robin all these other characters pop up and it looks like it's going to be pretty interesting looks like it's going to be pretty fun again it has that cw flair so if that's not really your thing it might not really do anything for you but definitely looks like it's definitely going to be worth checking out so the you could check out that trailer on youtube it looks pretty interesting they have a, they release a pretty long story trailer so you get a good vibe of what the show is going to be about and um kind of the the overall aesthetic of the show looks pretty cool disney plus is also working on a Percy Jackson series. Now, I don't know how many of you guys are fans of this book series by Rick Riordan. Um, it was previously turned into a couple of movies years ago. But they started shooting the TV series, which should be a lot of fun. Uh Disney Plus has been doing a lot of good things with a lot of these properties, so I'm hoping that they're going to keep it up with shows like this. My kids are my son specifically, he's a big fan of the percy jackson series so is my wife so um that should be really really cool um it's added some pretty interesting um cast members um you know megan mulally jason manz who some of you guys may know from the good place um also the John Wick 3 he was in. Um he's been he's a been a comedic presence for years. So he's been in quite a few things that you'll probably um that you'll probably recognize Brooklyn 99, The League. Um but yeah, it's uh, got a pretty good cast, pretty interesting cast, so definitely keep an eye out for that. We don't really have have any kind of release date for that. So we'll uh, make sure to keep you guys updated when we do have that so yeah so let's go over to so this one i'm gonna talk about animated movie news real quick or animated tv shows this one kind of covers two birds with one stone so this one's based off of a comic book uh scout comics uh have a comic book series called mullet cop which is about a uh after a near-death experience a mall cop goes undercover as a manager in an all you can eat buffet with the help of his coworkers and a supercomputer slash microwave called MIT mall industries, 2000, get it. He takes on crime boss, Robo granny and her gang of thugs. And of course he's a cop with a mullet. The comic book series is looks super goofy, super fun, but they're turning it into an animated series from James Butler who's done stuff with MTV, uh, Comedy Central. He's uh, currently writing on the reboot of the Animaniacs on, on Hulu, um, Peeking in the Brain. <clears throat> um, and it's produced by Kevin Biggins. He's a former stand-up comedian. He's co-executive producer on Family Guy. Uh, so he's done a lot of that and uh it looks like it's going to be one of those kind of adult swim really cool really funny goofy kind of series so uh that should be really really cool and also on the animation front let's talk about some things going on at paramount plus now paramount plus again another another streaming service i'm not sure you know everyone has but again this might be your reason to get paramount plus beavis and butthead do the universe yes those guys are back after a short reboot a couple a few years ago quite a few years ago i believe it was 10 years ago or so if i'm not mistaken um they're back again with a brand new movie and every single episode of the show coming to Paramount Plus, Um, they're supposed to be, they're all going to be remastered 100%. So all the old episodes from the 90s are going to be on Paramount Plus. You'll be able to get them there. And they will, the other cool thing is they will include music videos. So all those old classic music videos that you grew up watching the show and grew up loving, or if you're a teenager, just loved them, are going to be intact. So definitely... Get excited for that, man. Beavis and Butthead are back. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Hopefully, this could be an opening to more stuff if it's good. Hopefully, they still have the magic and uh, made them so ridiculously funny in the first place. And uh, yeah, so definitely be sure to check that out. So that should be coming up really, really soon. So, thank you guys for again. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm I'm super super excited for for this opportunity to keep you know hosting the podcast. This is my first episode, um, so I hope I, I I've been doing a good job. Um, one more thing I did want to bring up: um, there is a really really cool uh, toy of the week that I really really kind of wanted to talk about real quick before we before we start to wrap things up. Um, so I'm a huge Lego fan. Um, Lego has, has been a huge part of my life. I also host another uh, Lego theme podcast um, for uh, pastrami nation.com. Um, but uh, there's Lego has been knocking it out of the park lately with some of their releases As some of you may or may not know, this is the 90th anniversary of LEGO. The company started in 1932. And they've been, you know, 90th anniversary. They've been pumping out a lot of of amazing stuff. Earlier this year, they came out with a LEGO DeLorean. Just this past week, they came out with two really, really cool sets that I want to talk about real quick that you guys should run out and get. The first one is the LEGO... Optimus Prime. This thing is incredible. It's two toy uh, iconic toy companies merging together to make one amazing product. Uh, it transforms too, which is really, really cool. It transforms and it doesn't take a lot to transform. It's, it's a pretty big I highly highly, highly recommend going finding your local Lego store going online, and picking it up. It's a really, really cool, really cool set. Uh, The other one is the Lego Starry Night, which is based on the iconic Van Gogh painting. It looks incredible. It even comes with the mini Van Gogh, which is really cool while he's painting Starry Night. But just the depth and the... The structure of the build itself is really cool has a really cool picture frame oh man i can't even describe how cool it is go online look it up you can even go to lego.com look both of these sets up you won't be disappointed those are my toys of the week um and yeah so thank you guys so much for joining me um it's been really really fun i hope that you guys are doing good uh you know um you know, out there having fun go check out some movies um you know play video games do whatever makes you happy um yeah so thanks again guys uh i look forward to to uh to seeing you guys again next week and uh, i also look forward to hearing you guys' feedback so if you guys have anything for me please let me know um so yeah this has been amazing thank you i've been your host kevin so be sure to take care of yourselves take care of each other And have a good week. Alright guys, thanks. Bye.